This program is powered by Tascam. Tascam's mini studio creator, US42, is your new personal production and online broadcast studio featuring a professional quality audio interface and a number of unique real-time effects. The mini studio creator delivers everything you need for your podcast or webcast. Find out more at Tascam.com, part of the Gibson family of brands. USB microphones and headphones provided by CAD Audio. CAD Audio, expression through innovation. Do not attempt to adjust your device. This is Extreme Freedom Audio Bulletin. It cannot be traced, it cannot be stopped, and it is the only free voice left in the geek revolution. And welcome to another episode of Weeby Geeks. It's Brett, Derek, and Mike. How you guys doing? Oh, wait, I forgot. Jules is back. <laughs> I'm back. We had to put out the uh, baby on board sign in the back of the uh, Weeby Geeks uh, lair. <laughs> <laughs> baby in-house. Yes. So how is everyone doing? All right. Sleep deprived, but good. Sleep deprived? <laughs> no reason to be sleep deprived. It's not like you, so had you have a, a nanny. It's not like you had a oh, baby or something. I would love to have a nanny. Well, it's a funny thing because I'm a light sleeper anyways. So anytime someone drives by like on our road, I wake up like every time. If I hear a sound, I wake up. So now it's like even more so that I wake up. <laughs> not really fair. <laughs> She doesn't need a baby monitor. She doesn't need a baby monitor. <laughs> she has her baby sense. Nanny, though, I would love to have a nanny. Mainly just to cook and clean. <laughs> well, I will say, I, I have family in town this, this past weekend. Um, brother and his girlfriend left this morning, or, hmm. or this afternoon. My parents are leaving in the morning, and we had the luxury of doing, um, if I remember my account, the calculations right we were the fifth um fifth group to do the star wars guided tour at disney hollywood studios nice Nice. how was it it was good um 129 dollars uh we got the dessert party dinner is a part of it um Yeah, everything you could do everything already on a normal ticket, mm-hmm. but this um, you, you would still have to pay sixty nine bucks for the dessert party. Well, this is included in the tour. Um, to meet Chewie and Kylo Ren, you you get to because of our lanyards, we could cut the line during the dessert party and go sh- essentially to the front of the line to to meet the to meet the characters. Mm-hmm. Um, nice. We got priority seating in our premium seating for most things like the fireworks show, like the, the stage shows at the front. Uh, if you look at the videos on Wookiee Radio's Facebook page, you'll see we got to march behind the First Order troopers nice. during the March of the First Order, um, which they don't allow that for, for everyone. So we were brought up to our to, to the stage following them um we let's see zoe got to do jedi training academy we didn't have to worry about fast pass and she was up on stage guaranteed on stage not on the ground um so she got to fight darth vader um uh, not the seventh mm-hmm. sister, and she helped push Kylo Ren back into the room, into the temple. Um, we did Star Tours. The tour had its own car. Um, while the kids were getting ready for Jedi Training Academy, we got to ride a um, great movie ride. Um, we had access near the end, uh, around the time of the dessert party, uh, to the launch bay. And then for me, when we were doing the dessert party, I took advantage of going into the gift shop there at launch bay to pick up something that my grandmother sent Christmas money down for. So I used it and a little bit more to pick up my memento of the, of the trip, a one-to-one scale of the Star Wars Comlink. Ah, <laughs> oh, nice. Oh, nice. It's That's a cool. blue, it's a Bluetooth device. Oh, cool. When you turn it on, <laughs> it makes the comlink, and then as soon as it, 
that's pairing up. When you get phone calls, it chirps like like it does in the movie when someone's trying to call you. Oh, that's cool. Um, this is great for, um, and it also pl- works as a speaker, but the speaker part of it for mute, you know, from the phone is kind of, kind of weak, possibly. I'm not sure. I haven't played around with it enough, but phone calls sound great on our end. Um, the one time I used it calling Melissa yesterday, she heard me fine. Today she said there was a lot of background noise. Uh, I'm digging it. I'm loving it. I, I got to figure out exactly where the mic is for it, um, which I think I know where it's at now. Um, but it, it's cool. It comes with a, a plastic belt clip so you can slide on your belt. But it's designed. It, it was also designed for for the co- you know people in the five hundred first who are doing stormtrooper armor. This is the scale for for what comes off. You know what the stormtroopers use. So. Um, yeah, it was worth it. Nice. Holiday discount. Man. My my cast member holiday discount. And you can only get these in the parks. Yeah. So. That's awesome. Um, yeah. The fireworks show for the Star Wars Spe- Galactic Spectacular fireworks show. Uh, amazing. Mm-hmm. Uh, you, in the past, it's been, yeah, you can't beat, um, you, you can't beat, um, reflections of our, you know, illuminations at Epcot. Um, no studios, I think, has it beat. I was super impressed. Um, so, studios part of Disney, or where, or is that yeah. like a separate park? Or okay. D- Disney's Hollywood Studios <laughs> is one of the four parks that make up Walt Disney World. Oh. I'm thinking okay. Universal. Yeah. 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 We don't talk about the other park. Yeah. <laughs> they got some wizard crap over there. Oh, that's where I want to go. They want. They have the Harry Potter wizard, blah, 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 Wizarding World yeah. of Harry Potter there. But oh, I loved it. I, I loved it. Just got cut off. Uh, <laughs> just, I love just, Disney though. I, I would go to the to all the Disney stuff too. I love that stuff too. Just, but just wait until Star Wars, the Star Wars Land opens at Studios in a couple of years. It'll blow Harry Potter away. No way. Harry Potter's never no. going to die. Well, <laughs> I, I'm not saying that, but it, the Star Wars stuff will blow away Harry I Potter. I feel comfortable yeah. saying that Star Wars is a little bigger than Harry Potter. <gasps> Harry Potter's yeah. big, too, though. I don't yeah. know. Star Wars, but, it would but be not, it's not well, Star Wars big. Well, but around longer, though. you got to take that into account. Harry Potter's newer. Okay, but, but, but you, had the, you had the prequels. That, yeah. that takes away from from some of that, and, and Star Wars that, is still um, stronger. I did hear that um, Universal. I think it was Universal. Correct me if I'm wrong. If you heard this, but aren't they getting um, Nintendo Land, Super Mario yes, Brothers? Yes, they Land? are. They're That's getting right, Nintendo. Yeah. They're That's- getting Nintendo Land, and it's not going to be on Universal property. It's being built somewhere else here in town. Uh-huh. So it's not. You don't have to pay. Like it's not part of Universal, or it still is. It'll be a part of you. It'll be Universal Nintendo. Land, but it won't. But won't fit. It, it's not going to be on on their property because they don't have room. It's yeah. going to be at. It's going to be at property they've bought off off site. It's going to be almost a satellite site location. Okay. Because that's what I was waiting on a release date because my six-year-old at, well, my, my daughter loves it too, but if we were to uh, go, I would I'd go then because then we would get Harry Potter and Nintendo World. It's still going to be a few years because they yeah. have to they have to build it in Japan first. I figured they're well, going to have... They're pretty quick over there. They'll get it. I figure it's going to be up before, it's going to be up before the, uh, the Tokyo Games. Mm, okay. What do they test it, everything else out over there and before they bring it over here or what do they... No, um... There, there is a Universal Studios in, in Tokyo. I think it's in Tokyo. Oh, so they're they're building it there since that's where Nintendo's based out of. And then the mm. the next location will be here in Orlando. Gotcha. So mm. I remember the last time I been, went down to Florida, they it was just Disney and Epcot. That was it. And Epcot mm-hmm. was just built. <laughs> that was eighty two, eighty three. Yeah. So. Well, why don't we get started? Um, Powerless features a, a a new villain or a a. Um, let me restart. Powerless features a villain that you never thought you would expect to see on TV, live action. Uh, in just a few weeks, NBC is going to be releasing Powerless to the small screen, um, something that Marvel hasn't been able to do with damage control. Um, and I want to say Powerless is, cre- you know, this is something made specific for TV. It's not based on a book, right? No, not at all. Well, on, earlier... Today, the day we are recording, Powerless debuted a new trailer that is filled with references to iconic characters like Batman, Wonder Woman, 
uh, and a few more. But during the brief clip, we spot the a classic villain who liked to bully the Justice League. Um, Starro is making an appearance. <laughs> the alien creature gets a nice new feature in the Powerless trailer. Uh, and, the, and the star-shaped behemoth can be seen clinging to a building before it jettisons a pile of goop into at a poor woman's apartment. Oh my gosh. Um, <laughs> of course, Starro is well popular to, to many comic readers, having been around since the Silver Age. Um, yes. so the, the cast for Powerless is Vanessa Hutchins, Alan Tudyk, Danny Pudi, uh, Christina Kirk, and Ron Furches. So, and, and they have a, uh, this is from comicbook.com, they have a great little shot, actually, of, of Starro hanging off some water tower or water reservoir. <laughs> not a much, I did see that. It's funny. It, it's not, it's not a bad looking, bad looking, mm. uh, you know, mock-up of the character. I can't tell if it's a CG or if it's like a, a model. Right, I can either. If it's a model, it still looks funny fabulous but we're talking starro so uh, a model could be fine yeah funny story when my daughter was really little when the brave and the bold was out whatever year that was and they had the starro episode she became obsessed with starro and we found a mask like a it's not plastic it's like kind of styrofoamy mask and she would wear it to comic-con she wouldn't take it off <laughs> and she would go around saying starro lives and people couldn't believe that she like even knew who starro was but i have a picture somewhere of her doing that but I'm wondering if uh, she could even watch this because she would love that. I don't know what the what the rating's gonna be on it. Not sure. Not sure either. Well, I think it's funny, too, that Powerless takes place at Wayne Security. Right. Yeah. There's definitely a lot of uh, mentions of Bruce Wayne and the uh, trailer. Yeah. And the, and the whole um, text message back and forth yeah. with, hi, hi, Van from Bruce. Van, hey, B-dubs, what's up? <laughs> Bruce, stop using my HBO Go password. Right. <laughs> That's funny. I like I like Alan Tudyk, so it'll be it'll be good. Me too. And the guy that was in um, Community, yeah, I played um, Abed in Community. He was oh. awesome. Yeah, I love him. I like the guy building uh, Wonder Woman's invisible jet. <laughs> then people run into it. That's <laughs> right. Oh. It's like I just got it done. <laughs> So funny. I have to watch the new one. I saw one of the other trailers a couple of days ago, like a week ago, I think. Yeah, I, was, I saw it during uh, one of the football games. I was watching, I saw the first ad for it, but I hadn't seen it. Yeah, I haven't seen ads for a little while now. Yeah. It looks like it's going to be a lot of fun. Yeah, I, I, I can't wait. Uh, like I said, a couple of weeks. Uh, I think we talked about a couple of weeks ago uh, what shows were premiering. Yeah. Uh, that was, took us, what, almost a summer, right? Yeah. Yeah, like to May. Yeah. So, hmm. uh, another show just recently premiered, and I will let, uh, was it Brett? No. Who? Jules, yeah, you I think know it this was one. Me. Oh, yeah. Oh, snoozing. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so... <laughs> Um, Netflix is taking over the world. They released recently a um, series of unfortunate events, and apparently it tops major Marvel shows on Netflix. Uh, let's see. Um, in the first four days online, a series of unfortunate events garnered 3.755 million viewers in the 18 to 49 age range. Uh, let's see. So it looks like... I'm trying to figure out where it says. Okay. So... The first season of Luke Cage had 3.388 viewers in the time frame, and Daredevil second season had 3.201. So it did better than that. Not a lot better, but the success of the show isn't much of a surprise as the books have an enormous following of their own. Um, Neil Patrick Harris plays Count Olaf, and he's I think he's great. Um, the movie that came out had Jim Carrey as Count Olaf, which I thought he did right. a decent job, but... Netflix does a really, I think we've watched four episodes of this and there's only eight in the season. Netflix does a really good job with um, their shows. Um, it follows the book fairly closely. I've only read the first first book. Um, but um, what's his name? Oh, Lemony Snicket wrote the books. And it, it's funny because um, there's someone that actually plays Lemony Snicket and he's the narrator. And that's really cool because he like tells the story, but he's actually a character in the show. I can't think of what his name is right now, but um, let me see if it's in here. Uh, yeah, it doesn't say what his name is because I can't remember, but he's very famous. 
So, yeah, it's a really good show. Um, it's already got renewed for a second season, and it's going to co- I think the first season covers the first four books, second season, the next four, third season, like the final three or something. So they are planning on doing a third season. Um, Neil Patrick Harris does do some s- singing, as we all know, he sings. Um, and um, Count Olaf is like a, an actor. So it, I knew when I saw that he was playing it, I was like, oh my gosh, you're going to have him sing. He does like the theme song for the show, which is really catchy and good. Um, the cinematography for it, like the way it looks is just awesome. Like it just, it looks really, really good. And the the kids that they picked to play the kids in the show are perfect for the role. They did a really good job casting. So, I mean, that's why it's so successful. Like everything I've heard, like on Twitter has just been really positive. Everybody I've talked to about it said it's been, it's really good. It's supposed to be kind of quirky and funny and, and sad and tragic. And yeah, it makes, talk about sad and tragic. I'm looking at the list of shows that it has, that is behind in ratings. Older House season one, Gilmore Girls, A Year in the Life, and the fourth season of Orange is the New Black. Yeah. <laughs> uh. yeah. Interesting company. Yes. Yeah, yeah, it's it's a good show. I'm I'm actually I'm really glad that we started watching it. Like I love the first book. I think he's still writing them. I'm I'm not entirely sure. Are they long um, or how how long of are they like novel size or what size books are they? They're uh they're decent size. The first book didn't take us very long to get through. They're they're uh young for like Harry Potter younger, right? size or not that not that long. Not as big as Harry Potter. Harry okay. Potter's enormous. <laughs> At least yeah. to me. The chapters well, Harry Potter are really long. Yeah. yeah. They get longer with each book that went on. Yeah. Yeah, it says, what did it say? It said 18 to 49 range for the viewers. So it's probably, I mean, the readers are probably like a little less because like if you go to the library, they have them there in the young adult section. Um, but yeah, like I said, it's it's very close to the book. I mean, I was reading something that said like 20 differences that, you know, I mean, it's not exactly like the book. There are a little bit of subtle differences. The first like well, three sure. episodes, I think the first three episodes covered the first book. Um, that was pretty close to the book from what I remember. Um, I read it like years ago, but so yeah, I'm I'm really excited because I love Neil Patrick Harris and he's really funny and he's perfect for this role. And if you're not familiar with the book, um, the kids they <clears throat> they're like going to be millionaires once the daughter becomes comes of age. So Count Olaf is trying to go after their fortune, and he keeps like disguising himself as different people. And they're like, "That's Count Olaf," and they're like, "That can't be Count Olaf. Count Olaf died." You know, it's just like really kind of funny because nobody believes anything that he's Count Olaf. Clearly, he's <laughs> Count Olaf. Like, you know. But um, yeah, it's kind of uh, it's kind of d- a little bit dark though. Um, kind of reminds me of like the Willy Wonka type stuff where it's like a little bit dark yeah. like the book was a little bit dark the show was a little bit more light but mm-hmm. um but it's funny and i'm glad that they decided to make that because i really like it so. netflix definitely seems to know what they're doing yeah unlike yeah. unlike another subscription service oh cbs <laughs> oh <laughs> cbs did i go there you which did. first of all is i'm still upset that star trek discovery is only going to be on the cbs app and now it turns out that it's going to be delayed again right hold on the, this is this is sounds from the programming office at cbs <laughs> that's i'm trying to upload the uh, shows sorry that that was my chance to throw in the star trek bridge button sound effect from the original series (laughs) the good sound nice so now they're saying that discovery will not make its planned may debut and a new time frame has not yet been announced it arrives, the news arrives alongside the latest casting for the show with James Frain official as Sarek, Spock's father, which is interesting. Yeah. Uh, it says the production begins next week. Uh, according to CBS All Access, we love the cast, the scripts, and are excited about the world the producers have created. This is an ambitious project. We will be flexible on a launch date if it's best for the show. We've said from the beginning it's more important to do this right than to do it fast. There is also added flexibility presenting on CBS All Access, which isn't beholden to seasonal premieres or launch windows. So they can throw it out whenever. Yeah. Says this is a second delay for Discovery, which was originally intended to premiere this month. Mm-hmm. This is all the uh, makings of a dumpster fire. <laughs> they should have just let Netflix do that, but right. they're like very close with their Star Trek products. They don't like to like let anybody have creative control over them. They should have just put it on TV. 
Yeah, right? yeah, yeah, exactly. So I don't, C- I don't want to pay. I already pay for Netflix and Hulu and cable. Yeah, so I'm CBS pretty sure I'm not. And essentially, we're already paying for CBS with cable. Yeah, right. why do exactly. I need to pay for it again? Or, on our stupid app. Yeah, or or make it a free app. Right. Yeah. All the other like it are used free. to be. Like it used to be, right? Because mm-hmm. this Star Trek show is pretty much the only thing on there that I would want to watch, right? And all the old people that they're going to have for the NCIS and all the other shows that they have on there aren't going to be able to work any kind of electronics, anyways, besides the TV. Are you saying I don't know how to work electronics? <laughs> <laughs> Talking about the players, much NCIS, oh. Oh, and yeah, uh, I've into that. <laughs> Thank goodness. Uh, and is it CSI that's on there too? Uh, I think CSI is all gone. Okay. I think all, there's no all more C. I think it's all gone. All like 25 shows? Right. <laughs> yes. Miami, New Orleans. Uh. <laughs> there's a show for every state. Well, CSI, right. CSI was Vegas, <laughs> New York, and Miami. Yeah. NCIS is, uh, I guess, DC, New Orleans, and LA. Mike watches all of them. <laughs> um, yes. I don't watch NCIS as much anymore. I do watch LA, um, even though that's kind of they're, they're kind of doing the storyline. I, I was finally hoping they would get to with, with a couple of the characters, and then they go and do something drastic to one of the characters, which has now put a, a kink in their relationship. And I'm like, all right, you had to go there. Okay. So I don't know how much longer uh, LA is going to be around. New Orleans is okay, but it it's totally different than the other two uh, NCIS shows. I think my they sister watched the original. They still do like the crossovers between the shows and stuff. Uh, I know they did that for CSI. It's, it's been a while. It's been a while. Because um, then you'd have to watch the ones you didn't watch. <laughs> like if you watched one, you had to watch yeah. the other ones to get the. But it's yeah. like the comics with the crossovers. <laughs> yeah, yeah, pretty much. I mean, you, you still got Hawaii Five O on there. Yeah, I just saw Steam for Hawaii Five O, and I thought it was canceled. I was I watched Hawaii Five O like the first because it was like all the Lost characters, and I was like, oh, I love Lost. Yeah, I did. I watched like the first two or three seasons. Yeah, and, and then I, I, I thought it got yeah, it was kind of repetitive and stuff, and like same thing. Yeah. But then I thought it got canceled. I hadn't heard anything about it, and then like a couple of days ago, I was like Hawaii Five O, new episode. I was and it actually looked really good. I was like, oh, yeah. maybe I'll jump back in. I probably won't be too lost <laughs> if I do. <laughs> But I really like that show. Hawaii Five Lost. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty much. Funny. So, um, well, let's get into the film world. Well, yeah, let's get into the film ro- world briefly. Mm-hmm. We've got, what, Miles Morales? Yes, Miles Morales uh, has been officially confirmed as a superhero behind the mask in Sony Pictures' upcoming animated Spider-Man film. The studio made its announcement on Twitter as part of its Sony Animation Day presentation. Okay. Philip Lord and Chris Miller are bringing the Miles Morales story for, to the big screen in all new animated standalone Spider-Man feature. I'm okay with this. I like uh, Miles yeah, yeah. I think it'll be good. I mean, we, we focus so much on part on Peter Parker over the years. Yeah, let's give some. Yeah. His world ones. is such a and his world is such a mess right now with the stupid clones and everything else going on. Yeah, I know. Like, <laughs> I don't want to go near it. I think I kind of prefer Miles right now. Right, but but if this is an animated film and it's being done by Sony Pictures, mm-hmm. um, then yeah, let it. Let, let's do Miles. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The film was first announced in April 2015 with reports that Miles will be the movie's hero surfacing in May of 2016. Hmm. It's said to coexist with live-action Spidey film projects so it will exist independently of all the projects in the live-action Spider-Man universe. Okay. So... Um, Spider-Man franchise vets Avi Arad and Matt Talnock will produce along with former Sony Pictures chairperson Amy Pascal. So they've got a good team on board. Yeah. For it. Sounds like it. Looks like it will uh, debut on December 21st, 2018. Wow. So far away. <laughs> Roughly yeah, a year and a half after Sony and Marvel's live-action Spidey film Spider-Man Home- Homecoming arrives in July of this year. So I wonder, because it looks like from the trailers, of Homecoming, it looks like they are kind of combining the two worlds because it looks like Peter Parker's friend looks like uh, Miles' friend from the comics. Oh, yeah. Maybe they are then. Because <laughs> yeah. I think he's Hispanic or something in the comics as well. So it might be yeah. Genki, I think is his name. Yeah, I believe that's how you say it. <laughs> yeah, I'm not sure. But I wonder if they're trying to combine the two worlds. So a lot of Spider-Man stuff coming our way. Yep, yep, yep. Awesome. Have you guys been reading the uh, Clone Saga? Yep. I have not. I'm so no. behind. I'm so behind on Spider-Man. <laughs> 
the last time I, I was really... reading it for a while, and then it just... I guess I won't spoil it for you then. <laughs> everybody dies. Yes. No, actually, everybody lives. That's a problem. Yeah. yeah. See, the Spider-Man calls on the Jedi Council to create the clones. Right. For the new Empire. Goes, goes the Camino. <laughs> Meets Boba Fett. Questions Boba Fett. And then gets pissed off that Obi-Wan can Obi beat him to it. <laughs> So uh, that's intriguing. But there was also some great villain news announced today as well. Yes, there was. So the movie that we're all looking forward to, that better be good because there will be someone oh, to answer if there, it's not. There, were, there will be hell if it's. <laughs> I was going to say that, but I didn't want to say that, that word. So Hell, hell will yeah. be unleashed. <laughs> so. <Ralph. laughs> If I'm going to do this, I'm going to do it right. (laughs) Oh, boy. Feel the wrath of weeby geeks. <laughs> All right. Semi-piece. I mean, they just they have to do this movie right. I don't care if they do any movie rights movies right after this, but this one has oh, to be done. I guarantee right. you, even if they get this one right, no other film will be done right afterwards <laughs> until the sequel. That's, that's fine with me. I don't even care right now because I've already been disappointed. But um so we've seen some you know, we've seen the poster, we've seen some trailers, we've been excited, we've been waiting. Um, we haven't seen a villain yet, and now we know that Ares, the god of war, is going to be the villain. No, no relation uh, to the flush. <laughs> yeah. One of the most formidable opponents in the in Wonder Woman's rogues galleries is Ares, who is technically her brother. Ares is a character taken from Greek mythology, a character obsessed with, the, obsessed with the chaotic nature and disharmony created throughout violent war. Sorry. <laughs> it's the flush. Kind of slow. So, let's see. His powers are impressive, making him a formidable opponent. Due to his status as a god, Ares has superhuman strength and speed and agility. Through war, death, bloodshed, and other violent means, Ares is able to absorb energy to give him extra strength and heal wounds. He can summon support from the underworld, oh boy, and his presence incites anger and hatred in those around him. In addition, he's also immune to injury from mortal weapons and can only be injured by magical ones. So, plus one weapon or better to injure him. (laughs) and we saw the picture if you follow i think uh i follow her on twitter uh gail godot or gail godot Mm -hmm. um i think she had this picture i can't remember but i did see it um where she has the god killer sword and it's on in entertainment weekly it's a really really cool cool picture so yeah uh, it says there's no official word on how large a role Ares will play or how much screen time he'll have but with a force as terrifying as Ares, i'm sure he won't disappoint if you weren't already excited for wonder woman which we are how could you not be perhaps this will be finally what draws you in well i hope that it draws you in because it's a wonder woman movie (laughs) that's Mm. never been made before and it's gonna be it better be awesome was almost made once before yeah and that i can't believe it's like what 2017 and we're finally getting a wonder woman movie yeah but uh i just get really nervous thinking about it because i'm like oh my gosh is it gonna be a train wreck i mean based on what we saw in batman love superman i thought she was the best part of that movie so what made mm-hmm. you think it could possibly be a train wreck <laughs> yes uh, what has dc possibly done to garner this uh, kind of mistrust <laughs> <laughs> oh man bad feeling about this pretty much <laughs> pretty much but hopefully uh, I don't know. I've I've high hopes. I've been saying that though, and then it just gets disappointed. So <laughs> this is their chance. This is your chance, DC, to redeem yourself. This is your I mean, third TV chance. <laughs> TV shows I love. Yeah, yeah. Batman yeah. loves Superman. Just and Suicide Squad and Suicide Squad. Yes. What, was, what else did we? That's so hard. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> that's, isn't, that's isn't that enough? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> How many more beatings do you need? <laughs> The horse yeah. is dead. <laughs> I'm hoping that they were like, because I know before I even seen Batman Love Superman, I was reading, oh, Wonder Woman was the best part of that movie, you know, and people were tweeting about it and going on about it, how they loved her scene and everything. So I'm hoping that somebody read those and was like, okay, we, you know, we're going to make sure that this is good because people are really positive about her scene, not the rest of the movie. <laughs> like, because right. I, I was getting so pumped up when I saw her, like, oh, excited. But we'll see. We'll look back on this episode after we watch it. <laughs> Yep. Yeah. Yep. And we'll wonder. And we'll cry. Mm-hmm. And I maybe, should, maybe we should make I, I Derek hope. see it first. See if it's safe. <laughs> <laughs> 
Sure. <laughs> he's, he's like our uh, parakeet in the mine. If he goes in there and comes out safe, we know it's safe. Uh. <laughs> Don't go into the movie. It's bad. <laughs> <laughs> Well, news that's not bad news that other fans want to hear. And I'll turn it over to Derek. Ah, yes. So, those of us who are Doctor Who fans, which is um, the majority of the Weeby Geeks crew. And that and that does it for this week of... Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Losing single. <laughs> we'll be excited to hear the news about Karen Gillan. Whoa, what in the world was that? Uh, communicator, sorry. <laughs> According to CBR.com, as she gears up to reprise her Guardians of the Galaxy role in In- Avengers Infinity War, which, oh, I cannot wait for that. Oh, that's going to be awesome. Gil- yeah. Karen, see, if Wonder Woman's not good, we at least have that. Uh, <laughs> Karen Gillan hasn't forgotten her roots. Speaking to the rap, the Doctor Who alum revealed that she would be excited to return as the 11th Doctor's companion, Amy Pond. Asked if she would be interested in coming back to Doctor Who, she said, If they asked me, I would be back there in a shot. But I think I'm more excited about seeing Pearl Mackey take over as companion because she was amazing. Uh, I'd love to see her come back uh, with Matt Smith. Yeah. I know, right? This news shouldn't be much of a surprise for Doctor Who fans who have already seen her return following her character's dramatic exit in The Angels Take Manhattan, which I love that episode. Yeah, even though it tore out my heart and stomped on uh, it. I know. Pretty much. Still, <laughs> she returned for a scene in 11th Doctor Matt Smith's final story, The Time of the Doctor, which aired in 2013. That was a good one, too. Yeah, another um, one that tore out my heart, heart and stomped on it. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. exactly. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. This is making me miss Doctor Who now so much. I know. I Made know, us I wait long remember. enough. Jeez. But it's good to know that if, if it ever happened, if it were to ever come up, she would be willing to go back and do it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. I think Matt Sith said he would go back, too. But they're just, I guess they're just sitting there waiting on a phone call. <laughs> I guess we're going to see what Peter Capaldi is going to do. I think it's up to him whether he's going to come back for the 10th, 10th season. Um. Yeah. Good question. Yeah. I think series Maybe ten. Okay, it. series ten is the one that's coming up. So yeah. After that, so yeah. be like eleven. Yeah, because I think he was kind of unsure if he wanted to, but I like him though. I I wouldn't, I wouldn't mind too. seeing him. I love him. I thought last episode was the was so great. I was I was kind of anytime a doctor changes, you're like ah, oh. <laughs> like I don't know. We all kind of feel that same like you know, <laughs> yeah. we don't really know. And right. like I just really liked him right away. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think it took him a bit of time to grow on me, but I definitely did come to like him. I guess because I was just so shocked because Matt Smith is like my favorite doctor, so seeing him leave was mm-hmm. really too. bummed. So yeah, oh, yeah. I was really seeing somebody awesome. replace him, but uh, well, my, he definitely did a good job. My favorite was always uh, David Tennant. So yeah, I like uh, him too. He was great too. I was already uh, he was already heartbroken. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> double whammy. Yeah, we'll feel the same way after I'm sure after when Capaldi makes his exit too. It's always oh, yeah. such. I'm sure. Such a sad thing. But it's like the same person, but it's not. <laughs> you know? It's funny. Yeah, how right. It. Yeah, but Gillen's going to be busy. She's going to be doing both the sequel to uh, Guardians of the Galaxy as well as the Avengers yeah. Infinity War. So Yeah, and it said she uh, just yeah. directed her own uh, her own film called Tupperware Party. Yeah. I liked her in that show Selfie that was on. I love that show. And it got canceled after like, I don't even think, I think yeah, it finished. Go. I think it went 13 episodes and they put it on, oh, they threw it on Hulu. Yeah, because okay. I finished it. It had her and the guy from uh, the guy that plays uh, in Star Trek, Sulu. Forget what his name is right now. John Cho, I think. Oh yeah. Yeah, I really liked her in that. She's been busy, busy. Yeah. Well, uh, only because I see this pop up. Gil, uh, Gilmero del Toro creates a poll on Twitter asking if you want Hellboy three. There's two options. Yeah. Yes or hell yes. Oh yeah, I voted. <laughs> I put so, hell yes because nice. I've, I've just been waiting forever. This and, in a way. And Can while you're hell boy yes. <laughs> And while you're voting, go to the Weeby Geeks Facebook page. You'll see a post for one of the other shows on the network. Mighty Marvel Geeks is up for an award. It's up for a Spacey Award. So go go help us out and vote. Um, Even though the poll's been up for a few days, uh, let me see if I can find what the current tally is. What do you want, a cookie? 
I don't know. <laughs> That's cool, though. I, I don't know. Um, I guess this went up today, and we're sitting at 17 votes. Oh, nice. 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10. We're sitting in 11th place. Oh, we need some help. Oh, we all have to vote. So, I'm going to vote right now. So let's go push it. Oh shit! So we, could you have the do you have the salt and pepper? Salt and pepper. I do have it, but not queued up. Uh, hey, we 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 have more votes than the Joe Rogan experience. <laughs> wow, it's cool. I just did a search on Facebook for Weeby Geeks and uh, post um, Derek join the Weeby Geeks podcast June twenty sixth, two thousand fifteen. What? Wow. <laughs> I am pleased to announce that I am now officially a podcaster. That's right, folks. I have officially joined the Weeby Geeks Weekly Podcast. Oh, I remember. Put, yeah, I remember posting that. Wow. So I, I'm same thing for me because I think we both started at the same time. So yeah, we did. Yeah. Yeah. So it'll be a year and two years in June. Man, yeah. I look up Weeby Geeks and all I see is uh, Devin Peacock. He posted like fifty things. <laughs> we need to have him back on. He yeah. posted like when when he came on, he posted like twenty five million times. Hey, there's which is great, but somebody's copying her name. What? There's what? a place is we dot b dot geeks. Oh yeah, I see that. It says video on, game with a whole bunch of money signs on Facebook. Really? Yes. Yeah, it's a place. Huh. Oh, it's not open yet. Well, maybe. Yeah, maybe they are. Can we see them? <laughs> <laughs> so we have the, t- huh. the trademark. Well, uh, we can find out when they opened. Oh, I gotta join the group. Can I find? Oh, there we are. It's only got 19 members. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> uh, I could, I could possibly report the group. They're slightly different. Yeah, uh, yes and no. Slightly different, but still confusing. It, it, it's going to confuse our you, our listeners. Of mm-hmm. is this our site? Because it's not. Now we're on our page here. So written senses on here. They followed me the other day on Twitter. I don't even know what that is. So how do I try to vote? But it doesn't like say submit or anything. Like how there's just, three just, two just, options. Like, do you just click on it? Yeah, just click on the name. Just click on the little circle and that just does it for you? It still says 17. Where the heck are you? Oh, wait, no, it says 17 when I click on it. Okay. <laughs> oh, there it is. Jeez. Okay. Holy cow, you're, uh, you're a bit uh, behind the top 238. <laughs> yeah, that's why we need to make the push now. Yes. I heard of those people. Oh, cool. Yeah, I got to figure out from... I don't know if this is truly cool but on Facebook that they're doing this. Who are the other weeby geeks? Yeah. Because I think it's unauthor I think it's an unauthorized use of my intellectual property. Don't you <laughs> could very well be. And then it says learn more about reporting intellectual property. I want to do that after show. Yeah. Hmm. So. I should have come out with something better than Facebook. <laughs> Remember it was MySpace and then Facebook, but they haven't come out with anything. Somebody but. said that they were that MySpace was supposed to be making a comeback. MySpace is back. I, I still have an account somewhere. But. I like yeah. the music. That was the thing, thing that I used it mostly for. Yeah, that's kind of how it's coming back. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Facebook just like, I keep going on there and I keep seeing all these ads and I hide the ads and it's like, hide this ad forever. And then I keep finding more ads. And so I tried to change like my settings so i wouldn't get any ads but when you like stuff like say you like like guardians of the galaxy okay well then like anybody that likes that type of stuff they're going to send you an ad that doesn't even have anything to do with it just like insurance (laughs) company or something it's like because you like guardians of the galaxy i'm like that has nothing to do with that (laughs) cut out facebook Ah, oh, it's so annoying. I don't want to see ads. I want to go on there to catch up with people and stuff. I don't want to be, like, trying to someone sell something to me. Yeah. Well, apparently, uh, this Weeby Geeks Facebook page was created in October 2015. Hmm. Hmm. Yeah, I think we have a case here. <laughs> so, uh, let's move on. How about some comic news? Uh, some not very good comic news we're going to start off with. According to Newsrama, some DC birth, re- Rebirth titles are going to be increasing to three ninety nine, uh, but you also get a di- get a digital access code. I think they're going the way of Marvel. I think Marvel's been doing that for a while now. Mm-hmm. Okay, so well, let's pause right there. Three ninety nine, but essentially you're getting two books or two copies mm-hmm. of the book: a digital copy and a physical copy. Right. Are you opposed to that? Are you okay with that? I am opposed to that. Yeah, because I don't know how much I'd use the digital copy because I never did it with Marvel books. Right. I don't need it. Yeah. See, I I do it all the time with Marvel books. Ah. But it, it's for, like, the Star Wars stuff. I'm collecting it. 
so I have the physical hard copies for for my collection. Just like I collect, I still collect physical copy, you know, physical CDs of my favorite artists like Pink Floyd. But I I do most of my reading though on on digital. Only because I got too many variables around my house that the book could get ruined. Mm, yeah, I know what you mean. I don't read. I say I don't read digital that much. I still like the old. I still like the old fashioned way. <laughs> <laughs> but you still read newspapers too, don't you? <laughs> when you can find them, sure. Yeah. <laughs> I still like print too. I mean, digital. Like I, I like it for the convenience. If you're out somewhere and you have to wait and you don't want to, I always I hate taking them out because. And I'm like, oh, it's going to get bent up or it's going to get something, you know. Yeah. I mean, unless you have some, I mean, I have a bag that it's pretty nice to take them out in. But if you have your, your phone or your iPad anyways, you can read it without it getting messed up. Or Space but, is an issue for me having a two-bedroom apartment. There, and I've got eight, yeah. bo- eight long boxes of comics sitting here <laughs> space, with uh, not a lot of space to uh, put them in. So digital is definitely the way that I do a lot of it now. But um, I guess there's only going to be 15 titles. It's going to be starting in April. An access code will be added to all the pre-existing Rebirth titles, priced at $3.99. Um, the titles that will have the digital access codes or be raised from $2.99 to $3.99 in April are All-Star Batman, which I thought was already more than $2.99 anyways. It is. It's like yeah. five, five bucks. Yeah, it's almost like, yeah. So I actually might be a price cut for that. Um, <laughs> Batgirl. <laughs> Batgirl and the Birds of Prey. Batman uh, Beyond. Uh, Batwoman. Uh, Blue Beetle. Cyborg. The Hellblazer, New Superman, Red Hood and the Outlaws, Super Sons, Supergirl, Superwoman, Teen Titans, Titans, and Trinity. So Sounds like all of them. Yeah, most of them that I read are going to be starting in April. Well, that's not good. Yeah, oh, it does say the inclusion of All-Star Batman is noteworthy as it was one of the few rebirth launches priced above $2.99, carrying a $4.99 price tag for all issues so far. So it's not clear that this title will be lowered down to $3.99 or not. Hmm. All the twice monthly DC Rebirth titles will remain at two ninety nine, according to DC. Better. <laughs> You're already paying six bucks a month for them, anyways, for the coming out twice a month. Yeah. yeah. Well, I, I think it's funny that uh, the decision to do this with the digital codes, uh, with the print, is some somewhat contradicts what Marvel's doing with its recent decision to end the, that practice in favor of themed issues in the month across the line. Mm. Which, if I think Newsarama misunderstood what's going on because um, a couple weeks ago on January 6th Marvel announced that it was overhauling its digital redemption code program in which um, Marvel has included you know, the, the weekly book or the monthly book that you're getting um, okay I'm trying to read this the digital Okay, see, I would have to go back and find the actual press release for this. Last I, if I remember the press release right, they talked about um, you would get um, the book that you picked plus an, one or two additional books. So Marvel's continuing uh, the commitment. Uh, this is from, I think, partially from the press release. Marvel's continuing our commitment by offering our fans the best value in comics along with honoring the cornerstone of our... The, cornerstone of the comic industry, the retailers. Our, our intent in involving our digital co-program is to offer our fans more value per dollar spent. Replacing the digital, the free digital copy, our bonus digital comics will offer fans free entry points for current on-sale collected editions and in turn invite additional repeat traffic to our, into our trusted retailers. So it's saying like bonus digital content available the week of February 1st. Buy select Marvel comics at your local retailer and get free digital copies of the first issues in Civil War 2, Captain Marvel, trade paper, uh, Captain Marvel Volume 2, Civil War trade paperback, uh, and Wolverine, Old Man Logan trade paperback. So I'm not sure if this is, uh, one of the free, yeah, so you're, you're gonna get, like Captain uh, Civil War Two for free in order to help promote the Civil War Two collection that will be on sale that month. Hmm. Hmm. Sounds confusing. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, so let me let me go to my phone see if. So we're everyone's kind of in favor, but kind of not in favor of of this whole concept from DC. And I need to. I don't like the price raise. Yeah. 
It's not worth it for me. Mm-hmm. It was January 6th. Alright. Uh, Marvel. Okay, here's the update from Marvel. Uh, this is from the press release. Marvel is proud to announce that beginning February 2017, all di- Marvel digital redeem codes found within the pages of the Marvel Universe will unlock two or more bonus digital comics on the Marvel Comics app. Starting this year with the Marvel Universe titles, excluding all age comics, uh, the Marvel Digital Co- Code will be upgraded to unlock two or more additional Marvel comics stretching your your dollar's worth. So this article that I just read from Newsarama is almost contradicting what this press release is saying. And then they take the quote from from David Gabriel, Marvel's continuing our commitment to our fans. So, um, so you'll still be getting, so based on this, if I'm reading this right, the digital code will be upgraded to unlock two or more additional Marvel comics. So you're still going to get the book you bought, but you're going to get two or more additional books on top of that. Does that sound right? Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) So I I don't see how this quote unquote counter dicks, um, what Marvel's doing with what DC's doing. DC is doing the exact same thing. They're for three ninety nine you get two books, your physical copy and the digital copy. No, I Whether, thought Marvel was was releasing some other books with their digital stuff too. That that's what this is. That that's the press release I just read. So you're gonna yeah, get but DC isn't DC only releasing the same book? Right. Now Marvel starting Next month, Marvel's going to, you're going to, so let's say you get Star Wars number 28. You're going to get Star Wars number 28, and then you're going to get two or more additional books on top of that. Right. Whether it's related to Star Wars number 28 or not, you're going to get two more books. Right. But At DC's least two only, more books. Is it, but I think DC's only doing the old Marvel way where you just get the digital copy more. of the, yeah. Yeah, yeah. But if you go based on Newsarama's article, it says this decision to include digital access codes with print editions of some titles somewhat contradicts Marvel's recent decision to end that practice in favor of themed issues of the month, which tells me whoever read this, wrote this story. uh, Okay, Chris Arendt, who is an editor for Newsarama, also read the uh, wrote the same article about Marvel overhauling the digital redeem codes. I'm just going to say right now, Chris, calling you out. You didn't read the press release right. You're still getting the title from Marvel, but you're getting two two or more additional books. Hmm. Point blank. So say what you will. So how are them apples? <laughs> Apple sounds good right now. <laughs> and and I I think I'm gonna bring this to an end with with this. How about the 15 lamest superhero weaknesses? <laughs> Coming in at number 15, Superman, pretty space rocks. Yeah. <laughs> uh, number 14, Daredevil, noise pollution. Yeah, that's true. Uh, number 13, Aquaman, dehydration. <laughs> uh, number 14, the human torch, asbestos. Why well, does it cause cancer? Yeah. Number eleven, the the Flash, running too fast. Mm-hmm. Number ten, Adam Strange, forced deportation. <laughs> number <laughs> number nine, Gladiator, low self esteem. <laughs> number eight, Banshee, a sore throat. <laughs> number seven, Cyclops, misplacing his glasses. <laughs> Number six, Martian Manhunter, fire. (laughs) Thor, 60 seconds. Number four, Wonder Woman, bondage. (laughs) And of course, the picture they use for this, they go back to the old, to like the early years of... uh, of Wonder Woman. It's like the, yeah. the two panels. But it wasn't the strength of her chains that made Wonder Woman weep as she gazed into her fetters. It was the knowledge oh, that, yeah. men, that men had welded links to her Amazon bracelets. I weep, captive girl. Behold yourself, helpless. 
I remember that issue. And then her thought bubbles. My strength is gone. It is Aphrodite's law. When an Amazon girl permits a man to chain her bracelets of submission together, she becomes weak as other women in a man world. Man world world. Poor Steve. I have failed him. I've failed him. Really? So, yeah. Number three, Power Girl. Any natural, unprocessed material. (laughs) So, the thought bubble, the the two panels they use here, you you see something hitting the back of Power Girl, and she goes, worse, to any raw, unprocessed natural material, so sticks and stones really can break my bones. (laughs) What the? Yeah. Uh, Captain... Captain Marvel Jr. saying his own name. <laughs> I can't say my own name without summoning the magic light lightning that transmor- transformed me from Freddie Freeman. And then number one, the Green Lantern, yellow. <laughs> yeah, that one always killed me. Yeah, I don't even think it's, uh, they got rid of it a while. I think Johns must have done it. Yeah. On his run, that they got rid of that weakness. So there we have it. So any yeah. thoughts? Final thoughts for the week? Uh, yeah, there, uh, another thing to go on with our comic stories is uh, the Legion is going to be returning in uh, Rebirth, finally. Nice. Uh, last May, All-Star writer Jeff Johns launched Rebirth era with DC Universe Rebirth number one. And over the next two years, and one of them was a teaser that the Legion of Superheroes should be returning oh, yeah. soon. And one brief scene, we are introduced to a mysterious young woman who has been arrested after stealing food. She claimed to be a friend of Superman's and wasn't particularly shaken at the news that he recently died. And in fact, when interviewed by Captain Maggie Sawyer, she told her she'd seen the future and everything would turn out fine. Sawyer was understandably, understandably impressed, but the GCPD considered having the girl evaluated for psychological Help. In one final scene, we see the mysterious character's only possession, a Legion flight ring. So it looks like it's going to be Saturn Girl. It's going to be the first one that's coming, and uh, they should soon be returning after the Justice League versus Suicide Squad story. Okay. So that should be, uh, I know there's a legend. I've got a lot of friends that are Legion fans. I can I can take them or leave them, but it'll be cool to see them back. Yeah, I've never been a huge fan, but I know there's a, they have a big following. Yeah, yeah they tried with uh, the New 52, but it didn't didn't take so hopefully I'll do better this time. Yeah. Other than that, that's all I got. Cool. Anyone else? Nope. Going once. No. Jules going twice. <laughs> Try to think. I don't. I don't think I have anything. Been away for so long and you have nothing. <laughs> <laughs> I know my brain's empty. Shame, shame, shame. <laughs> going I can't fit anything else in this brain. <laughs> Going a third time, and... Want to know more? So, um, the bad crowd you've been hanging out with is a science fiction club? This has been a Weeby Geeks production.